it's so many different moments early on in my in my career where I used to just like brush off so many different things that I was doing, and it's 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 really it's really sad when you look back on it because you kind of it's kind of a blur because you don't even remember most of the the experiences you had when you got those blessings that nine times out of ten you used to really pray for and really put on your your list and put on certain goals like no nah, I need to I need to get this done I need to do this I need to work with this artist or hit this number mark and it's like when I was young, younger maybe 21 22 at the time I used to just look like okay all right cool that's cool that's, that's, that's cool but nets you know nets and then nets and then it's like you look up and you like 25 and you're like damn what do I have to appreciate why didn't I document this a lot more we're so focused on the future that once we've achieved the moments that we've always wanted, that we've always dreamed for, that we've always wished for, we miss them. We didn't live them. So when we get even farther into the future, we look back and we say, damn, I miss these moments. I didn't enjoy them. I didn't live them. This is Sad Boy Radio. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Sad Boy Radio. I'm your host, Matt, and today we're, we got a special guest, man. He's a triple platinum producer. He's worked with Timbaland, and man, honestly, like, he's just got the credits to back it all up. HBO Max, Nike, all that shit. So go ahead and introduce yourself, bro. I go by the name of Gold Hayes, young producer from Chicago. Worked with many artists from Chicago, different sounds. Just, man, just trying to Stay, stay consistent as much as possible, you know. And I got a book out right now called Your Potential's Endless. Also, as well, trying to keep going and just man, keep flourishing. You've been going crazy, and you've been doing a lot of fucking traveling. Appreciate you. Bro. What the fuck is all that traveling about, bro? Because we almost <laughs> had to like postpone this shit. You know, just schedules oh, yeah, not yeah. matching up. I was just in Miami with Timbaland working on some ideas. Just like it now. Said it all casual. I was just working with Timbaland in Miami type shit. Yeah, man. Like just just getting the inspiration. Just seeing what we doing with B Club, like as far as like us building with the team, we had Mike Well out there, and it was so many different other creators out there. And we was just being able to just finally get in the room and really just embrace the energy, create new sounds, create new vibes, and just try to build something, you know, even more. And it's it's like it's, it's special when you do it online, but like when you create in person, it's no better feeling because you picking up off of that energy. And you seeing what, what people like in real time, and you're able to really build off of that and just stay consistent with that. And actually just to see Timberland in person, like, that was a that was a major, like, I, I wrote that on my vision board at the top of the year, like, actually work with Timberland in person. So to see that happen before the end of the year, that was a real blessing. That was your first time meeting Timberland then? Yes. Because I know you guys had collaborated uh, somehow virtually, right? He was working on a beat that you were working on that you guys discussed on Lyrical Lemonade's interview. Definitely. A lot of different beats. We, we started working, like, at the top of last summer. That's how he found me. And then we started doing a bunch of collabs through the internet. Throughout the months, we definitely we was working on just building and getting together. To see this come together a year later, it just showed that you got to keep working. It's just keep staying consistent. Like, just keep finding ways. Just keep doing it. And it's like it's crazy. Before I went to Miami, he had an interview with producer Grind, and they asked him. They was like, "What would you? What would you? What would advice would you give to an aspiring producer right now?" And his advice was like, "I would do anything it takes to 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 make it happen, pretty much." And that was that was what I needed to hear because like me traveling and taking those risks and just making it happen, it just it showed me that I was like right on line with my purpose, mm-hmm. right aligned with my purpose, like literally like just 
you can't you can't question none of it, you know. For me to get that message right now, you know, I had to. I'm actually working with it. Some of my best interviews have come from conversations that I needed at that moment, and after that moment, it provided clarity for me that what did I need at that moment, and how am I going to move forward? How am I going to grow from that conversation? It sounds be right there, bro. Literally, like, it, it could be another person that you never even met before just talking to you and just really letting you know, like, nah, this is what you're doing. Shit, bro, that's every week. I have conversations with people I don't know every fucking week. That's your purpose. You know, this, this is your real purpose. And when people remind you of your purpose, you can't play with it. You know, I feel like we wake up every morning with a purpose, with a goal in mind. And as long as we continue to keep keep ourselves in line with that purpose, then the, 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 the results are endless. The, the potential is endless. There's so many different things we could do because I feel like when we wake up in the morning, we also got potential to change the people around us too and uplift them and motivate them to keep going. So it's like we all, we play a major part in either our story or being a vessel in another person's story. And we just got to keep going. That was a gem. You mentioned Mike Will. Mike Will made it? Mike Will made it. The legend himself, man. Legend. Mike Will don't get enough credit, man. Go ahead and talk about that experience, man. Just working with Timberland and Mike Will made it and what you were able to learn from them. We're going to touch back on that vessel part, but I want to first touch on that shit. What have you learned from them and how's that experience? Just being able to like see them in person and really just see all the consistency that they put in over the years and just seeing it pay off. It just showed me that I got to keep going, you know, because Timberland, him being 25 years in the game, Mike Will, him being like at least. 15, 20 years in the game, and me only being like maybe five to 10 years in the game. It's just so much more that I want to do and so many more things that I want to get done. You know, I just, I know for a fact that one day it'll be a younger producer looking up to me, like as I looked up to them, you know, so I just feel like I I just got to keep going and keep making ways to just stay consistent and and keep finding ways to reinvent myself and just find new ways to just stay, stay great, you know, because over time, you know, time is going to really tell. Who, who, who the greats are for real. So it's just all about showing yourself that you can be consistent, showing the people around you that you can be consistent, and just really just making it happen and just getting better with time. Because can't nobody erase the history they did. In 2033 and 2038 type shit, like, I want people to look back and be like, damn, Hayes, put them numbers up on that board. He put them stats up and he made it happen. You know, like we got we got four plaques right now, three to four plaques, but I need 10. We coming for 15. We coming for 20. We trying to really take over and just make these statements, you know, make it happen and show everybody else that it is possible, that you can make it happen. Because just 10 years ago, I was I was a senior in high school, still trying to figure it out, you know, like just getting started, really trying to, you know, find my purpose for real, you know, but I, I never gave up. And I think that's the main key of all of this. You can't give up. All those accomplishments feel great at that moment. But what's going to be the end result? What's going to live on after you have all these statistics, all these awards? If the art is timeless, then your name is going to live on forever. You become immortal in a sense because your name will never be forgotten by somebody who is born in 50 years. You think people are going to fucking forget who Michael Jackson was, who Michael Jordan was, Kanye? Kanye. Kanye. <laughs> hey, we, we can't talk about Kanye too much. I know he's, yeah, I know he's one of your biggest influences. But he's got a lot of crazy shit going, a lot of things right? going on. Even with that, you know, like just the stuff that he delayed, like the foundation that he delayed, like producers like me, like I, I probably wouldn't even be able to see this type of success on what it is. Like, because there's certain people 
like shows you what success is and how you could take over the world early on. And they just play such a major part into like my life as a producer, as an upcoming producer. Like not only yay, but like for real, like the Neptunes, like seeing them reach different heights, like man, like heights that people probably looked at them like, no, nah, you crazy, you'll never do that. Like, but just seeing them do it and seeing them stay consistent over time, it's like it's just it's it's so it's so amazing. It's so so inspirational to see because I know for a fact that we can get it done as well. On your previous project, you produced all those beats? For the most part. I was either making the beats or collabing with a lot of my friends. Roy Marcellus, amazing producer, amazing artist, amazing creative. My homie I B. Man, so many other other homies out here like that I'm locked in with. There's so many different producers out here that was a part of the project. That's why I'm so excited like to just get this next project out because we we just been in such a great space like just creating and just man like locking in and just embracing collaboration and just staying consistent like it's a whole new fresh sound i could tell the influence i love when artists use samples for their beats yes yes i mean a lot those vocal samples fucking smack and i feel like it adds so much more emotion to the music some of my favorite projects like have have a lot of samples like either if it's from like the blueprint or Lupe Fiasco, Food and Liquor, mm-hmm. or like just so many different projects I look back on, like them soulful samples, they just stick with you. And it's like, to me, it's timeless. And I feel like those those records being sampled already, it's already an attachment with the original record sample, but the artist adding that, that feeling and the producer adding them drums and just taking the whole another, just adding a whole new life to it. Like that shit is just amazing. And if anybody do it, like anybody got a love for it, I just got a different type of appreciation for what they do, like people sampling still to this day, you know, like because that's such a that's such an amazing art. There's so many different artists, like just sampling and just adding new vibes to just classic records. I'm a big fucking Bryson fan, man. Favorite Bryson record? What's your favorite? I love Seven O'clock because it's got Big Sean on there too. Crazy record. It's still Yours is a good ass song too. Uh oh, you know what? There's that one, Nowhere to Run with. Ryan Trey. Yeah. I don't think Tilla get enough credit for Trap Soul, bro. Trap Soul was dope, bro. Trap Soul was dope. But I think that there is a little more. He has Right My Wrongs on there. He has Don't. And there's definitely stories behind them. But I feel like it was more of a Travis Scott type thing where it was the sound that was carrying him in that record. 2015, that whole entire sound. Music definitely was. I feel like now he has a little more substance to what he's saying, and the lyrics have a little more feeling and meaning behind them, and he's not relying on, okay, it's a new sound, so this shit's going to go crazy. Like, no, you have a new sound, but okay, what's the backstory? Like, Inhale, Inhale's crazy, too. I'm just glad he's still able to do it. You know, like, I'm glad he's still able to create. He's got some crazy shit coming. I love I love watching his interviews, too, bro, because he he's real about it. Like, he never wanted the fame, bro. He just wanted to be regular, but not be fucking broke that's a lot of us man you know like that fame shit bro you gotta if you want it you gotta make sure you're ready for it i ain't reached no level of fame yet but it seems annoying like i want to be able to go to the grocery store bro. like i want to be able to still wake up and just live a normal life type shit and still be able to create like that but that balance of like reaching a, a different level and getting new connections and still being able to stay normal in a sense is- there's levels that you want to reach there's levels you want to reach and levels you don't want to reach but if you want to be at the height and you want to be at the top and you want to be the best of the best, you got to say fuck everything else and just go for it. You know what I'm saying? But let's get back to it, man. We we kind of detoured. Oh, yeah. We detoured, <laughs> detoured for like lot. fucking 10 minutes already. Right. Aside from that experience of working with these producers, 
you don't really think about how crazy these experiences are. I just had a conversation with my boy. His name's Zay, Zay Visuals. Shout out Zay Visuals. When you're working with these amazing artists, you're working with people who have established names and are at the top of the top, you don't take the time to appreciate it. You just feel like this is some regular shit that this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And I've praised that feeling so many times that you know that you're supposed to be in this position and there's not many people that think like that. But I've come to the realization that just because you're satisfied with something doesn't mean you're complacent. I feel that we're always so afraid to be complacent and we confuse complacency with satisfaction that we can't be happy about our wins, the little wins that we have because we're afraid that what that means is now we're going to stay in the same place and we're not going to grow from it. We're not going to think, okay, we can do more. We can do better. And that's always been my fear, at least. I always felt that if I took a second to really appreciate what I've done, I'm never going to obtain it again. We got a like from fucking Big Sean earlier in the year. And to me, I smiled about it. But I was like, okay, let's keep it moving because I want this shit to be regular. But that's not that's no regular shit for a podcast that had 1,400 followers at the time. Not even. So for me, that was an accomplishment that I didn't take the time to appreciate because I genuinely felt, nah, you know, somebody in my position should accomplish more than just a, one like. It's important that you appreciate those moments that you just sit back and say, damn. One point in time, this was a goal. This was a real dream that you wanted to attain, you know. But it's not about like, it's it's about like really just appreciating that moment and definitely getting ready for the next one because you don't ever want to get too 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 high or too low in any moment that you're in. You don't ever want to get too comfortable, you know. You don't ever want to get stagnant. But you do want to like pat yourself on the back, like because damn, like you do work hard, you know. And like you want to look back on those moments because. Eventually, you will be interviewing Big Sean, and y'all going to be looking back like, damn. Hey, that dude's going to see all the times I talked about I'm going to cut some clips and be like, hey, I talked about you here, quoted you here type shit. Nah, I'm playing, but. That's real, bro. You speaking it, and it, it will it will come to life, bro, Like, because life has a crazy way of coming full circle. You know, if you speak these things and you believe it, you can and it will happen. You know, it's all about being ready for it, bro. Like, just, and putting your mind in a space where you can mentally receive it mentally appreciate it too you gotta appreciate your blessings and be open to the next thing to happen for all the bad things that you lose for all the good things that you lose another door fucking opens it's never really a loss you know you look back you look back on those times like now i didn't i didn't take it all right I, I learned this and i'm able to double back and grow from this side. bounce back bounce back <laughs> like yeah like i'm able to bounce back and, and, and come harder and just be able to just find new ways to elevate and i know what not to do in this time that's so important as creators because we can be so hard on ourselves when shit don't go our way, you know. And it's it's so important to really just know it's not the end of the world when, when things don't may not go your way or may not go as planned, you know. It's just it just means it's time to go harder. And it's like when you go harder, you able to really appreciate that blessing because you know what it took. You put that groundwork in. You 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 showed yourself that it takes consistency and dedication. Like I said, we don't take the time to appreciate these things because like this complacency and satisfaction part i know you felt this feeling because as an artist we all feel this feeling how do you feel like this thinking has impacted you 
both personally and professionally. Like just being complacent or just trying to like exit out of that. Out of that. Not being able to appreciate the present moment and being so focused on what's next that you don't take the time to say, man, th- this shit feels good because you're afraid to stay in that place of, I accomplished it. There's so many, there's so many different moments early on in my, in my career where I used to just like brush off so many different things that I was doing, and it's 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 really, it's really sad when you look back on it because you kind of it's kind of a blur because you don't even remember most of the the experiences you had when you got those blessings that nine times out of ten you used to really pray for and really put on your your list and put on certain goals like no oh, I need to I need to get this done I need to do this I need to work with this artist or hit this number mark and it's like when I was young, younger maybe 21 22 at the time I used to just look like okay all right cool that's cool that's, that's, that's cool but nets you know nets and then nets and then it's like you look up and you like 25 and you're like damn what do I have to appreciate why didn't I document this a lot more and that's why when I reached age 25, I really I had to be real with myself as far as like where I wanted to go and be very intentional with my moves. The pandemic kind of happened and it kind of slowed down the world and everybody was going through what they was going through and it kind of helped me really realize like how important it is to document everything you're doing. You never get these moments back at all. You know, and it's like, I feel like since age 25 in the last two years, I kind of had a reset on life, you know, as far as just being able to really appreciate things a lot more and document so many different things like that I've been doing because I'm able to just appreciate it differently and it seems like I'm able to tell my own story like no one else is telling my story for me in a sense you know because I'm able to really just take each moment for what it is and just learn from it and grow from it and just build from it you know not only with me but the, the people that I'm around my team and everyone that keeps me focused the team and my family you know and I feel like that's that's such an amazing feeling to just appreciate each moment for what it is and appreciate each day and make the most out of everything as much as you can, you know, because you won't get today back at all. But, you know, if you continue to just put the most into each moment as much as you can, you, you're going to appreciate yourself in the long run even more because you know what you did. You got the most out of everything. That's what I loved about the topic you had shot me, that those inner thoughts of the past is gone. The only thing you can focus on is the present and the future. And I shot to you. We're so focused on the future. We're so focused on the future that once we've achieved the moments that we've always wanted, that we've always dreamed for, that we've always wished for, we missed them. We didn't live them. So when we get even farther into the future... We look back and we say, damn, I missed these moments. I didn't enjoy them. I didn't live them. So many people that I used to know that did music back in the day, they were so they were so focused on the future that they wasn't really appreciating what was in front of them. You know, and I kinda picked up on that very early. Like, man, like a lot of people they would kinda treat people a little, you know, like harsh because they were so so gone they saw like you don't see anybody else but yourself right you don't see nothing but yourself when you're so far ahead but it's like the, the further you get along and that you kind of lose yourself you know and i saw so many people lose themselves just off of not appreciating what was in front of them like it could be an artist not appreciating producers or engineers or photographers there around or anybody you know like their team for real and what helped them get there 
and it's just so important to really just make the most of right now. What do you feel like you weren't appreciating? What made you come to this realization of, aside from the pandemic? So once the pandemic happened, obviously you saw something that you weren't appreciating, and that's what opened up this eye of new life. What we were just talking about, pretty much like the moment. You know, like kind of taking the fact that we don't wake up. A lot of a lot of people did not wake up today. You know, like just that fact alone right there, like just being able to wake up and also do what we love. You know, like just being able to look back. And at that time, I think I was working a nine-to-five, and it's like I just saw so many people in there just stuck. And it was like I had conversations with these people, and they, they whole view of life was – it was kind of limited, you know. They didn't have like you would talk to them about certain things, and they they thought it wasn't possible because all they knew was the job and work. And it's like, oh, you actually can live outside. You can make things happen. You know, like I had a friend I was at work and he had like a clothing line, and he didn't want to like execute it because he was so worried about the shift. And I'm like, man, like bro, you gotta you gotta live for once. But it's like everyone' definition of it is different. You know, like you you gotta you gotta also realize that. What we may do, they may not want to do, you know. But it, that's that's what made me appreciate my my journey as well, even more because I I gotta I gotta realize I gotta have that courage in myself and that man, just that that wisdom of taking that leap, you know. And I gotta know that what you may see in others, they may not see in themselves. You could try so much, you can tell them they're great. You could tell them like, bro, if you do this, you good. At it. But it's all about do they want to do it? Or not. Everybody's vision of success isn't the same as yours and I purposefully do not say different because once again we get so caught up on what we believe is success we think that our definition is the right definition and every single person should feel the same exact way that we feel and it's it's been a hard journey for me to understand that I've seen so many people accomplish things I've seen so many other of my friends gain lives outside of what I hope to be the norm for me. Well, that's heavy right there because you're 22, right? Yeah, I'm 22. This is the age, man. 21, 22. That's when you really realize, like, it's time for you to, like, really become into your own. Because that's when I re- really realized it when I was 22. Like, certain things and certain people I was around at the time, you know, like, just getting into, like, a lot of different drugs and a lot of other shit that I just didn't really, I wasn't aligned with that. And I really saw something in myself that, you know, like, I can't keep can't keep doing this. I can't keep aligning myself with this type of energy, especially when I'm not being appreciated. What I was doing at the time, like as far as working warehouse, I, I just didn't see the, no future in that as much as I did with the music. So it's like just being able to find time for the music no matter what. Like if I'm working a 12-hour shift, still find time to hit the studio. That's some real shit right there. I used to wake up 6.30 to take a 45-minute drive and go to work and then get off at 7 just to go to the studio. And then have to do it all over again and go back to work. So it's like them sacrifices right there, just knowing that this this has to pay off. I know for a fact it's going to pay off. Because if, if there's somebody in your, your your circle telling you you're going to be great, you're going to keep doing it. And it's like you keep doing it and just finding ways to grow. All you need is that one person to let you know, like, you dope. You got to just believe in yourself, too. You know, it's like it's going to continue to keep growing. And it's like what other people see in you, you finally – you are able to see in yourself. And that's that's an amazing feeling right there, too. Even early on, like in your early 20s, when you finally see your own greatness, you can't.
can't take that moment for granted. And that just goes back to being able to appreciate yourself, being able to appreciate your wins, because there's so many people that will tell you you're great, you're amazing. What you're doing resonates with me. What you're saying, that shit hit, especially as an artist, even as a lyricist. Yes. So when you're not able to take that time and appreciate it, it's really, why am I doing it now? I'm doing it because I like to express myself. I'm doing it because I like to share with the world, but I'm not even appreciating what the world is telling me back. I'm not listening to it, and I'm not hearing the praise that this is getting. That's how you end up in your head too much, you know, because you're worried about the, the it could be 100 comments. It could be 99, like, you're amazing. Like, it's that one, you're not hearing shit. Like, you worry about that one comment rather than just focusing on the love. If you focus on more of the love, then you're going to be high. You're going to be good. Just keep going and keep building with your your own community. That's that's another thing I had to learn as well. Like what we doing, we all have our own communities, especially out here in Chicago. Where we just we are, it's so much talent out here. It's like it's 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 unreal levels of talent in Chicago. But it's all about like just really building with the people that really believe in you and the people that want to keep pushing you. And then it's all about spreading the energy right back. But with that being said. You need to find those right people. You need to find those people that are just as motivated as you. I've had this conversation a lot recently where there's a lot of people who do music. A lot of people do music. And I say that with quotes because everybody will tell you, I'm an artist. Yeah, I rap. Yeah, I write. You haven't put anything out in three years. Yes, you're an artist in a sense, but... There's nothing to show for it. That's one thing right there. If I go to a person's page and they ask him for some beats, I'm checking your page out. You, does anything music? No music. We don't need to be talking. Because it's like you don't even believe in yourself enough to, you know, put yourself out in the world. It's like, why would I invest my time if you're not even investing your own? Let's take it back to those moments, though. The moments that we don't appreciate. And just like we said, once we get to it, we missed it. Bad Bunny says in his song, Dos Mil de CCAs. I'm going to butcher these lyrics because I don't speak perfect Spanish, but I'll translate it for you. La vida solo un momento y el dinero no compra el tiempo. Dime que tengo que hacer, a donde le, le tengo que caer. Pa pasar tres días y dos noches en el 20 de CCAs. What it translates to is life is just a moment and money doesn't buy time. Tell me what do I have to do, where do I have to pull up to spend three days and two nights in 2016. This is the biggest artist in the fucking world saying, how do I go back in time to when I wasn't this big-ass artist to when I could appreciate the little wins, the tiny wins that mattered at the time? Because now I'm at this point where I've achieved everything I want, but I still miss the old me. I miss the me that didn't have all these things. And he's not necessarily saying this in the song, but for me, this is how I interpret it. I interpret it as, man, I want to go back because I miss this moment. And we talked about these moments of realizing we're missing. We're missing say, a graduation. We're missing spending time with our families. We're missing a birthday because we're so focused on, damn, I need I need to go make a song. I need to go record an episode. Yeah, I'm present, but my mind's not celebrating this person who 
could die the next day. I lost all three of my grandparents at an early age. So, like, just, like, even the moments back then, you know, I really look back and I just wish that I spent a lot more time with them. You know, it's like, that's just another reminder that, man, every moment you got to treat it like it's your last. But what was that specific moment for you that made you realize, like, damn, I really miss this shit? I, I didn't get to appreciate it because I was too focused on something else. Just getting older. You know, like, even my birthday is next week. And it's like, man, like, that's just another chapter. There wasn't anything for you? There wasn't something that you wished you were present for? Definitely more family moments. Like, even with the grandparents, like, just wishing that I was able to spend more time with them. Like, just just finding time, finding a lot more time. Like, just being more present. Like, just looking back on those type of times and just... Man, just saying to myself, like, man, I wish I was able to just just go back into that time and just say this or say that. Like, who knows Who knows what could have been a change in that moment in my life permanently. I ask you that because there's definitely times that I think back on that I, I didn't appreciate. I didn't, I didn't let myself feel these emotions because I was so hung up on something that happened in the past. I was so hung up on what am I going to do next? Who am I going to interview next? I'm so stressed because I have an outline to write that I don't realize that my brother's birthday is happening. I'm at dinner and I know that I got to leave in five minutes. And we're having a nice family conversation. But I'm over here saying, all right, guys, I got to go. I got to go record. You put things in perspective. Because, like, when I was in, um, I was in college, and I had all of my family in the living room. We were just talking about, like, a bunch of memories. Mm-hmm. And I had to get ready and go, like, get ready and leave. And that was, like, the last time, like, all of my family was in the room, like, really talking and just man, sharing memories. But it's, like, those moments right there are, like, really priceless. You know, as much as you can, you got you to gotta cherish all of those. All of those moments as much as you can. But it's, like, at that time, you, you focus on, at the time, I was focused on, like, trying to graduate college and everything trying to get done with that and it's like you look back like man i could have could have spent that time with the family that just shit was a waste of time like that's sad to look back at like that but like bro, i really should have spent that time with the family so moving forward how have you changed that just contacting people as much as i can a lot more and being very very intent keeping keeping just every message like just very heartfelt as much as i can like letting my family know as much as i can that i love them Telling them I love them consistently as much as I can. Like, just even if it's, like, calling or sending voice messages, like, we can get so wrapped up into our own stuff. You know, but, like, you never know what a I love you text can do randomly throughout the day, just sending to the family. Because you never know what people are going through. You know, it's like, man, like, I love you. How you been? Just checking up on you. Not asking for nothing. I don't mean nothing. You know, just saying hi. The hard part is that people don't always take it like that. Mm-hmm. People think that. Someone reaching out means that they're about to ask them for something, that there's always an ill intention. And that's what I want to normalize nowadays is reaching out to a homie, reaching out to somebody just because because you know there's something going on with their life, because you know that there's issues that they can't handle themselves. So let me reach out and make that burden a little easier for you. Even if it's just a conversation, you never know like how much you can lift a person day up just talking to them for 10 minutes cracking jokes they needed that like every time i talk to a person and the conversations end they always say i needed that that's raw bro as you've grown 
So have your aspirations. Mm -hmm. Originally, some of your first aspirations was, let me get a gold plaque. You got a couple of those. Now you got a platinum plaque. Now your aspirations have moved on to, I want to do movies. I want to do TV shows. Right, a TV show right now. For you, how has your perspective and your vision of your goals changed since earning that platinum plaque? It's other things to do, other things to get done. It's like once you do that, you can't be too stagnant on just chasing that, you know, time after time again because that's going to get kind of boring. You know, that's why I really, as much as I can, I want to challenge myself to do new things. Like, that's why this year alone, like, just writing a book and getting the plaque. And also I worked for the, the NHL. I did a, a beef in one of the commercials on the Stanley Cup. Like, those three accomplishments alone, like, that's major to me. And it's like, that just showed me that it's it's so much more to do, so much more to get done. Like, producers not able to, like, a lot of producers don't get an NHL placement as much. Like, that's that's dope. Like, looking back, like, that's that's really a blessing, you know. But I, re I really want to get into film and just tap into that world and just show my ideas on the big screen. Whether if it's, like, scoring a film or writing a TV show or just – Writing a scripted series, like, I've been writing so many different ideas, and I feel like that's the next step for me to, like, really become a real staple. Like, as far as not only a producer, but not only an artist, but as a creator. A triple threat, bro. A producer, fucking a TV producer, artist. Shit's going to be crazy. I look at Donald Glover and what he's doing with Atlanta and everything that he's done. This shit is, like, it's really inspiring because he didn't, he's not the, you don't look at him as, like, okay, that's a rapper. Look at him as a real creative and a real force. Like everything he's done in the last ten years, like he's been killing shit. You know, it's it's a real blessing to see that early on, especially where I'm at right now. It just it shows me that you could you could do anything. Again. There's so much doubt that comes with that. People want to put you in a box. People doubt you. People don't believe that you can do these things because you've been a producer. You've been an artist for so long. How do you deal with that? What what makes you overcome that? You look back at certain moments in life, like people told Kanye, like, "No, nah, you just a, you a, you a, you a, you a beat maker, like them beats. You no rapper. Like, yeah, like, yeah, if it was up to other anybody else around that time, like, yeah, would just be making beats. But like with him going from producing to rapping to fashion to anything, like even for real, like from him producing to rapping and just working with so many different artists." People looked at him like he was crazy at the time. You know, like, just his style was so different. And it's like, these are people who changed the game as we know it. Like, Dr. Dre, like, at the time, like, him finding Eminem, they thought he was crazy. Mm. You know, like, they were like, what the fuck you, like, he got. You got a white boy. He got, he got white hair. Like, what are you doing right now? He ended up being the fucking highest selling artist ever down there. Like, shit was crazy. That's why, like, you, you got to go with your, your thoughts. And if it's in your heart, you got to go with your mind and your heart, bro. If it's in, if it's on your mind, you got to do it gotta execute and just leave it out for the world to see because like man like music is in such an interesting space right now you know and i feel like it's it's time for somebody to it's time for it's time for people to be more of themselves like embrace yourself like embrace what influenced you like you know don't follow what's hot right now do do what you want to do do what you do what you want to do go with your heart like and deal with the people around you that you truly believe in and it's like you want to stop doing what you do you know, the people that's doubting that shit, that the doubt shit get cut so quick because it's like you, you see, you, you see, if you doubting yourself, then you gotta really, man, you got you gonna you gonna find out that you're not built for it. You gotta cut the doubt as quick as you can because it's like it's, it's you versus your thoughts. You you have to speak greatness into your your passion as much as you can. 
you continue to say, oh, what if this don't work? What if, uh, what if this happened? What if it don't? It's not gonna work. It's all, it's all in your mind. It's all in your mindset. It's all how you wake up. It's all how you talk to yourself. And it's all about how you view yourself before the rest of the world, though. You have to see greatness in yourself. You have to see all of these things in yourself before the world, though. Simple, man. The universe gonna continue to bless you. Manifest that shit. Manifest that shit. If you believe it, like, next year I said, 2023, I'm getting the record that's 10 times platinum. I believed it. Because at the time, like, when I first started producing, I was saying, I'm going to get a platinum plaque. People looked at me like, we'll see. It's like, you know, you got to aim high enough. You got you to speak it. All, everything we was talking about, these was these was goals at one point in time. And it's like, along the way, you may reach higher goals than you ever saw for yourself, but it's that's, that's what makes the story even better. Another thing that you mentioned was being being a different person, being a different person than everybody else. What sets you apart as a person from everybody else. I remember in one of your interviews, you talked about you started rapping because these artists that you were working with, you didn't really even believe in them. Not even that. Like, I don't think, at the time, I don't, I don't think they believed in themselves like that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's sad, sad to say that, but like, at that time, I just didn't really, I didn't hear the passion mm-hmm. as much as I would like to hear it. As much as passion I was given as a producer, I wasn't getting it back, like, as on the rap side. Mm-hmm. So like, at that time, I just wasn't, I wasn't getting inspired yeah. by what I was hearing at the time. So, like, just in that, that that led me to start really writing and creating my own music and creating the stuff that I like. And at the time, I started to really just learn that it was really therapeutic, like, writing my own lyrics and just being able to really reflect my own beats. And I saw a lot, a lot of growth in myself, you know, because I was able to look back on those moments and just learn, like, okay, this is where my mental was at at this time. You know, let me find ways to excel and find ways to just, like, just stay focused and stay aligned with greater things and just speak greater things as well, too. Lyrics lyrics are so important because, like, you can speak so many things into existence in your life. Like, you see so many different artists and they use it in a negative way and they use it in a positive way. You know, I just feel like I'm in a space right now where I need to use my voice to speak positivity and to not only me, but everybody that I'm around and just people that listen to my music as well because us as artists, we, we got to be accountable. We got to hold that responsibility for the words that we send because, like, the power of the tongue is real. That's why they call it spelling. But once again, let's take it back to the question. Oh, yeah. I ran well, off again. Well, nah, you're good. You're good, bro. <laughs> what sets you apart from everybody as a person? So aside from your belief of this manifestation, aside from your work ethic, aside from all of that, who is Gold Haze and what makes him so different from everybody else, all these other artists who go through everyday life? Gold Haze is just a leader, man. Just a leader. Somebody who sees himself as just being great, really realizing that everybody around him is great. And just Haze as much as he can. He he tries to help everyone see the greatness in themselves as much as he can. Like, it's just as simple as that. You know, like, I feel like every artist is, special and different in their own way. It's just all about really realizing it. You know, and I, I like to really just look at myself not only as an artist but a producer as well. That's why like when I'm working with artists, I try to bring the best out of them as much as I can. You know, like we got so many different dope artists out here that's just doing amazing things like Fletch Sinatra, OG Stevo, Kim Dodd, Asar. So many different great artists out here doing their thing. Like but it's like 
But them artists that I just named, they they saw the greatness in themselves already. You know, it's just me as a producer to really just remind them as much as I can. Like you, you've been great. You know, let's just keep finding ways to keep that greatness up floating. Just keep keep going. Still sharp and still. Simple. It's like it's so many, so much talent out here. You know, and it's just all about everybody just realizing. And shout out to all of them, man, because they're your partners, but they're separate people, man. They're they're separate people. And you're always shouting out people on your interviews. You're always giving people their props and their flowers. So that's why I want to make this one a little different. I, I don't want to come on here and list these people you've worked with. You know, we mentioned Timbaland. We mentioned Mike Will made it. So why did you choose this route, right? You said you're a leader. You said that I just want to be the person that makes other people believe in themselves. Why did you choose that purpose? When I first started, it was just so many different things that I saw people doing as creatives. And it's like, I would look at it a, a certain way because I'm like, I wouldn't do it like that. You know, I would find my own way to do it. And I feel like also what, what, what led me to this point is like, just the way I was raised. You know, like I was, I was always raised to just be focused and stand up for what you believe in. And just if, it, if it's on your heart, do it. Make it happen. The artists I listened to early on, like Jay-Z, like Nas, so many different artists got them leader leadership qualities, you know, like standing the test of time, like really being able to excel over time, like no matter what what era they was in. Like I remember hearing the story from Jay-Z as far as like him getting backed down by so many different labels and the labels not believing him. It's like he literally had to sell CDs out of, out the trunk, you know, like really had to make it happen. And he went to every label and they turned him down. But it's like if Jay would have been a follower, he would be just another artist, you know, like another artist that would never made it. But with him being a leader, you know, he took what he did and built with everybody around him. And now look where he's at. Billionaire. Billionaire. You know, like just getting that inspiration early on. It's like why, why can't I? Why can't I make it? It's a 12, 13-year-old go ahead is watching this shit right now, you know. And I, I just want to let them know, bro, don't, like, do your thing. Do, like, stay stay focused and just always go with your first mind. Like, don't be a follower at all because at the end of the day, until they see it, they won't believe it. And it's, you can only speak so many different things until people see it. Like, oh, I get it. I get what you're saying. You've done that to the point where your last album was all the titles of the tracks meant something to you. How has uh, your success changed your life? I would say your life for the worse, right? Because in the song, I forgot the title, but it's Don't Hit My Phone. You got these people hitting you up. So talk about that, man. Talk about the story. Why, you know, I ask you about it because of that song, really. You know how I go in and things may look up to a lot of people. It's like, I saw this, on, <laughs> I saw this online. It was like... the the motion detectors, like when people see like you, you doing things and you doing certain things and you looking, you reaching your goals online and you making it happen. It's like certain people will come out of nowhere. It's like you, you kind of feel the energy of that. Like when you was down, you never got these type of calls. You never got none of this. You never got none of this shit. So it's like, I know why you call me. So like, just simple as that. Like I was definitely, I was in a moment where I really, like, oh, okay, don't, don't hit my phone. Like, don't, like don't, don't call me at all. Because, you know, certain people do have agendas. And you do have to watch out for that as well, you know, like, because that's a distraction also. You know, like, that can derail you from your purpose for real. But it's like, those are tests. Those are tests. Because it's like certain things, like, it could be lust and, and women and certain different things and, like, 
certain things that may grab you, you know, you feel me? Like, just grab your energy at the time, just derail you from your real purpose. Like, those are real tests. You got to be mindful that you can't let you can't let up. I mean, go let him, because a lot of that shit is just really putting your face to be a distraction. Hey, how many times you failed that test, bro? Sometimes. <laughs> I'm still human. <laughs> yeah, you feel me? Yeah, we feel hey, a lot. Bro, bro. But I think the first step is admitting and realizing, you know, and realizing that's a test, and that's what it is, and that's all it is. But I think the main thing is, like, you got to be honest with them as well. You got to be honest with yourself, too, like, as far as, like, where you stand in your life. If you're not ready for no relationship, you don't want to be a distraction to a woman as well. You know, like, I learned that as well. Like, you don't ever want to leave her on or be that distraction or to the point where she, like, don't hit my phone, you know, like, because women, they, they on their shit as well. You know, they got a lot of things going for them, and it's like they don't need no extra distractions from, from nobody, so. That goes, that goes both sides, you know. We got distractions and they got distractions as well. It's all about how you go with it. Once again, you said that all these tracks, they were a checkpoint for your life. Right. Which one was the most crucial for you? It had to be Leap of Faith. Leap of Faith was important because, like, I started that off talking about my age and where I was at, you know, at the time and, like, where I wanted to go and, like, how much greatness I saw in myself and everyone around me at the time, you know, like, just being able to really just speak all of that to existence and taking that leap of faith and realizing that it starts with us. It starts with our mindset. It starts with just knowing that it's possible, knowing that we didn't work our, our asses off to this point and it's like, then what? You know, like, you got to just be able to dedicate time after time and, and, and it's like, you got to be able to look back and just realize that you was able to grow and, and make things happen. You know, so I feel like leap of faith is extremely important because even when we started the interview off, we was talking about traveling a lot. And that's taking a leap of faith. Like just being able to really, man, like, find time to really get in these rooms and make things happen. Just create these connections. I specifically asked you about this because I can relate to that shit. Every single episode is a checkpoint for where I'm at in that week. So I look back a year. I can see exactly where I was. I can see the person I was. I can see the differences in my mentality if I'm more clouded mentally than I was a year ago or if I've progressed. So being able to have those checkpoints and for you being able to look back on your music and see that this was the position I was in at each point of my life when I recorded this song, that gives people the deeper insight, a rawer insight into who you are as a person. Through the tracks, you can kind of hear, like, the voice. I feel like when the, when the Nets... When the next project come out, people gonna hear a lot more confidence as well. Like with the last project, like I was still trying to figure out a lot of different things. Like with this next project, like the voice is there, the confidence is there, like just the tone is different. Like I think that's 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 very important when it comes to music as well. People have to hear your tone and feel your tone, feel your energy. Like with the stuff you're saying too, like you gotta be able to tap into that that emotion that you're in at that time. Like when you're recording these records as well, like like you say, like you're able to go back and look back on your episodes and realize the exact space you was in mentally. Like, you can hear it, you can see it. You know, I feel like that's most important when you create your music. One bar that stood out to me from your project was, I don't have the exact one, but it's first you want to say that, you know, we link up, but I put or I put you in a room and then it's fuck haze. You know what I'm talking about? First it was Big Bro, now it's fuck haze or some shit. What was going on, man? And you don't got to answer if you don't want to, but, you know, I kind of want to give the people a deeper insight, like, 
You know, that, that's something that happens to a lot of people. I forgot how the line went too, but I remember the exact moment I was in around that time. But it's like, just we all go through phases where, man, like, you just look look at people and it's like the way they treat you, it's like you, you don't feel the respect. You just, man, you just got to, it, it hits better when you write it on the record. You know, and it, you look back on those moments like, man, I was able to write that and just go back to that space, you know, and learn from that as well. Because like, it's like once you write these records, you're getting out of that space. It's, you're kind of writing yourself out of that space, too. It's therapy. You know, sometimes you got to write to get because it's in your mind. You know, like, if it's in your mind, it's, you got to write it down. And once you record it, it's like, okay, cool, I got that off my chest. That's uh, one thing that I love from Ed Sheeran's interviews is he always says, if you're writing a bad song and you know the shit sucks, finish writing it because you're going to get it out of your system and you move on to the next. You move on, yeah. Every song won't be bad. Creating. Write down those bad thoughts, write down that bad energy, relieve yourself of that energy and move on. Yeah, and it's like when I started off on my book as well, like I really started off writing a lot of things I was going through as far as like not in a negative way, but a lot of things that I was like trying to push myself out of. And then I started like really speaking to myself, like as far as like just speaking goals and just knowing that it is possible. And that's how I was able to really write and create chapters in my book and as far as like just trusting my journey, teamwork, staying, staying consistent, staying aligned, and just speaking great things into existence. Because I feel like your mind is so powerful. Damn, bro. I want to leave off on that. I want to leave off on appreciate your moments. Make sure you're speaking what you want into existence. And just be the best person that you possibly can be. Because being able to reflect on these moments that you have and look back and say, damn, I've grown. That's important. That's everything, bro. Like, just being able to just look back on each moment and say, man, like, I gave it my all. I was mm. able to stay consistent and have no regrets. Mm. I feel like in my life, I don't have any regrets. And that's so important. Like, you don't ever want to look back and be like, damn, if I would have did that, I did. I do got moments where I look back like, damn, I wish I could have. But, like, no real, no no deep regrets. It's mm. like we came too far. We here for a reason. We got to continue to just keep pushing ourselves in a new direction as much as yeah. I feel like I gotta ask, man. I like it's the journalist in me, man. Talk to me. What's one of those biggest regrets you have? My grandparents not being able to spend more time with them. Definitely, that's definitely the biggest regret. If I got any, that's that's definitely the biggest regret. Just being able to just get more knowledge from them and just really have more conversations. I lost my grandfather when I was technically we went in a nursing home when I was four, so and he didn't he didn't pass until. I lost my grandmother when I was like 16. I lost my other grandmother when she was like 17. But it's like, I know for a fact that those are my angels because around that time I started making music. And so I feel like every time I create music, I'm really talking to them and just being able to just keep the relationship going. All right, guys. Well, that's going to be it. Thank you, man. I really appreciate you coming through. I really appreciate you chopping it up with us for, I can't tell what that says. Does that say 60 or 80? 65. 65 for 66 minutes that's not how long it's gonna end up being but <laughs> it'd be like that that's gonna be all guys make sure you go ahead stream his new album make sure you check out his book and man just keep an eye out for the name gold haze yes, sir. your potential is endless man i'm grateful to be here with sideway radio man working on the project your pain is mine it'll be all about the springtime shout out to the team shout out to the family shout out to everybody grateful. make sure you go ahead like comment and subscribe mm -hmm. that's gonna be all Peace out, sad boys for real.
This is Sad Boy Radio.